On this episode, Max scores the max, points that is, Ferrari disappoints, and Nico trolls Lewis. We also would like to join Lando in saying happy birthday to Will's mum from this, the Trek Limits podcast. And hello and welcome to the Track Limits Podcast. I thought we were having a moment where we just saw who could hold the silence, the awkward silence for long. No, no, of course. We just put a little music there. And hello and welcome to the Track Limits Podcast. My name is Taylor and I am joined here. Folks, don't believe the rumors. He's back. Harrison has joined the show. Um, I'd like to start out uh, talking. Were there rumors that I wasn't coming back? I'd like to talk about, I'd actually like to start off with that. Um, I saw some discussion online regarding Harrison um, and the uh, podcast contract negotiations. Oh, okay. Um, And I will say that, um, Harrison, if you're okay with me sharing, that um, the contract negotiations did get a little testy at times, but he has agreed to stay on for free. For two more years. Podcast. And, and for that, we are very thankful for him. Wow, thanks. Very thankful. This was also rumors and news to me. Yeah. Uh, it's your people working behind the scenes, my people and your people. You know, we don't... It was our managers. We're just here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're here what you call the talent. Yeah, we let our fake um, manager... Our, our and, imaginary managers handled that one. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, so it's all, it's all taken care of. Um, so anyway, congratulations on that. Now let's actually get to the race. We were in Imola. Hey, well, I guess we could talk about, um, speaking of contracts. Oh, do you want to talk about, oh, you know, Carlos? Carlos signed, signs a, signing to two more years. Carlos signed, signed. He, two more years Carlos signed, signed, so, signed. So what's that mean for a Mick Schumacher? Uh, that means he's sticking with Haas for a while until he proves mm. that he is worthy of that Ferrari. Uh, I would like to start there before we get to the race because um, I've been seeing some stuff online, especially some lovely hot takes, that um, you know he actually really needed Nikita Mazepin to make him look better, and that Kevin Magnussen is really just putting on a clinic. Also, Kevin Magnussen's been a driver for much longer than he has. <laughs> don't know if you want to blame cars. I don't know, whatever. But uh, just, I mean, know. it's got to be something along the like the lines of experience and experience like mick's still only in his second year with the team kevin was there for a few more overall mm-hmm. driving experience uh but mm-hmm. it does seem that mick has a lot more to prove now because we've seen kevin magnuson and a decent hoss mm-hmm. and we've seen only mick and a bad hoss and now it's seemingly in a decent hoss again and slight improvement from Mick, but getting beat consistently. Um, I'm going to move over to qualifying now because um, some discussion about that qualifying, if there wasn't a sprint race, that qualifying could have been set up for a much better Grand Prix because of you know where everybody was at the end of qualifying. Uh, agree or disagree with that, Harrison? Did we lose out on a good and an even better, I don't want to say it was bad, Grand Prix because of the sprint race? Um, I think that's a loaded question. And mm. Unload I, it for me. I say that because the sprint essentially put the grid back where it would have been with just a normal qualifying, had 
you know, the tricky situation. It had it been dry, it not been mixed conditions, uh, et cetera, except for the fact that had we not had the sprint to set the field the way it was, the race would not have ended up the way that it did. Yeah. So fair. I think if we had had a dry race, we would have a completely different story. Um, but I don't think the sprint negated the bad. If it had been a dry race, I think it would have, but because it wasn't dry, I don't think the sprint negated the qualifying situation. Anything you want to say about qualifying? Um, yeah, Carlos signs, signs, signs the deal and, um, blew it in qualifying. Can we also talk about Haas's, I believe it's their best qualifying K-Mag fourth Lando third no he was fifth or third and then fifth in the sprint but yeah uh some shocks McLaren back Vettel in the top 10 yeah again back to Haas so Kevin Magnussen Q3 Mick outside of the points in qualifying so Mm. uh is Yuki Tsunoda better driver than Pierre Gasly now Mm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who knows uh but yeah i mean mclaren seemingly found their form for qualifying the wet conditions definitely made it i mean you still lance stroll mm-hmm. qualifying well um not as well as we would have expected in the wet um but yeah shook it up a little bit uh but at the end of the day it didn't really matter when we had the sprint the next day um with the sprint um obviously new format where points are given to the top eight um Max, they're making a big deal that Max was the first person to ever. And it, this is what the fourth sprint race. Excuse me, <laughs> yeah. just sprint. Yeah, the fourth sprint. Um, the first person to ever overtake for the lead. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I guess race. <laughs> it's only the fourth one, but you know, you get you get the lead and you just keep it. But yeah, I mean, you don't have to do anything. I mean, we saw it. During the race, and I just want to say because of the wet conditions, I'd like to talk about later with DR the DRS situation when there was no DRS. They can't pass. Croft, Crofty was getting upset because they can't pass. At one point, he was almost eight seconds ahead. We talked about this earlier in the season, where they they make they're making a huge deal about these cars being able to follow, and yeah, mm-hmm. they can follow and they can follow for fifty eight laps. Mm-hmm. Ask them to pass each other, and that's a whole different story. It's like yeah. they can get right up on them, and then they just can't pass. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that's track specific, if that's you know where the passing zones and where the braking zones are specific. But you would think that uh, Lewis Hamilton Mercedes-driven car uh, would be able to pass at least one car on track, and a slow Williams and a slow AlphaTauri, and he could. So. Yeah, and speaking of passing and in the sprint, it was almost an exact replica of last year or in this past Mm -hmm. hybrid era because of when Max caught Charles, right? The whole thing in in Saudi Arabia was, bless me, somebody somebody gets passed, but they can come right back at it. It's just like go-karts. But you saw Max... Over and over again. Max catches him, passes him, and then it's six seconds ahead by yep, the end just, just two laps because he couldn't keep up with him 
So it's it's like we're right back where we were. We're getting DRS trains. We're getting non-DRS trains because nobody can pass. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It left something to beat us. And everybody's like, the, the midfield battles are on the edge of your seat, but it's just four cars in a row driving fast, which is cool, I guess, to see. It's just, it would be nice to see them pass each other. It was interesting listening to the radio, um, the constant, this is during the race, constant discussion of, um, well, if there's a safety car, if there's a safety car, which I know happens, but that so much of this race was depending on strategy where they really needed a safety car because they had no hope mm-hmm. without it. Uh, that just wasn't, I don't know, enjoyable, entertaining to me. Yeah, it was um, almost like this. There wasn't any. It, there was large periods of the race where there just was nothing going on. Like there was, there was stuff going on. If you're like a racing fan, where I was like, "Can this person pass?" You know, there was storylines like Valtteri Bottas passing, like getting up into the top ten, being in fifth, with mm-hmm. you know, trying to pass George. George Russell in a struggling Mercedes, finishing fourth. Merce, uh, Lewis Hamilton out of the points. The Aston Martin's finally scoring points. The McLarens looking like they're back to their old ways. Uh, the Ferrari struggles. Like there was a lot of storylines, and there was points where there was drama, but for the most part, wasn't super exciting. No. Um, let's talk about the moments where um, I like to write down the moments where I scream. Okay. At the TV. Okay. Uh, first one was definitely definitely Carlos. Um, where Daniel Losing Ricardo, Ricardo, Ricardo. Who's who yep. was at fault? Who do you think was at fault? I mean, it's tough. I mean, I think they kept calling it a observe a pretty easy decision, but no, it was a racing incident. It was a racing incident, but it was, it was a racing incident where it was definitely fault. Daniel Ricardo's fault. Yes, because he got up on the <laughs> curb. I feel bad for Carlos because he's just had like a string of he's had a string of bad luck, and now because where Charles is in the points. It's going to mm-hmm. turn into, hey, let's do whatever we can to get Charles this championship. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it probably would have been anyways, if we're being honest with ourselves. Uh, just kind of unfortunate for him to have signed the contract, had a really bad weekend on top of his not-so-great weekend that I saw out. Uh, it, was hard to, it was hard to watch for him. I felt bad for him, especially because it wasn't his fault this time. Um, then... What do you think of the strategy where they had Charles come in and put the softs on? Pitt put the softs on for fastest lap, and one thing leads to another, yada, yada, yada. I mean, it's easy. It hits the curve. Yeah, it's, it's easy to say that that's the reason. I, I see why they did it, though, is I, I think they felt second yeah. was the best they could do, anyways. Uh, mm-hmm. Why not try to catch Sergio out, uh, put the softs on, and then it ends up putting him behind. Lando has to get past Lando and then pulls a Charlie Leclerc and bends it in the chicane. An interesting thing that was brought up in the cool down room, which is now back. Loved it. Uh, so you can all sit there in awkward <laughs> silence while <laughs> they like, watch. Here's an awkwardly forced moment between three people. You guys just go in there oh, and hey, look, out. this is playing. Yeah. And it's like, get some um, water. But it gave the insight because, you know, they don't really, I didn't really see too much of, Charles along the track, 
but Max and Sergio and even Lando pointing out that they saw him hitting that curb. Yeah, where they, they were, the fact that every, you can be in front all of, of them somebody saw and it. see yeah. it behind you and like, oh, I saw him go this way and then that way. Yeah, that they. I think it, he had been hitting that curb all day and finally just pressed his luck. I think that's like the stuff that I love is like, mm-hmm. uh, we we talked about it last year with Carlos having the awareness of what's going on around you, mm-hmm. and the to know what needs to happen, when it needs to happen, but at the same time, driving a car, hitting it perfectly, because Charles proved the minuteness of a move to the left causes mm-hmm. you to spin. But to be able to do all of that all at once while driving that car, I think is pretty impressive. That's the stuff that I like to kind of see behind the scenes of what these drivers are capable of doing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Speaking of um, having awareness at all times, such as checking a mirror, congratulations to Aston Martin for getting in the points. Um, hey, you think just want to? You think in the debrief last week, they were last race, they were like, "Now, Lance, if you look in your mirrors, uh, you can see what's behind you." Oh, God. That's the Not that's the Will Buxton that. line is, you don't know what's behind you unless you look in your mirrors. Yeah, but yeah, good for Aston Martin. I still, you know. Tricky, tricky conditions. They did what they needed tricky, to do. Tricky. Seb put in a good performance. Lance Stroll held on to tenth. Um, I'm not ready to give them credit and say they're back though, because there was one race, and they kind of just held on to it. And I know that's crazy because, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about McLaren in a minute, and we're about to give them all the credit in the world, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to say, ask, I, I want Aston Martin to be good so bad. And they had one race, and they did well. Congratulations. I'll give them their credit. They did what needed to be done with the DNFs and, you know, the McLaren and Ferrari wrecking each other. They did what they needed to do. However, I'm not willing to say they're back. I want to see them back. I want the supervillain team. I want them to be the supervillain team that beats everybody but I just don't see it happening. Sorry, I had to... I, I, just love, I just love the... We just go back and forth on Aston Martin all the time. He wants them to be the super villain. I want them to be great, but they are terrible. And I'm not willing to say that they're, you know, back to decency. Cool. Doesn't mean I like them. Doesn't mean I like want to be their fan. But I think it's cool to have a team that everybody hates, but that's... It's like... You, I, I just want to see a team that everybody hates be the best so that we all have something in common is to hate this team and they just embrace it and they full-on supervillain. Dad owns the team, son drives for the team, black facility, senior, 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 and senior, senior, junior going at them. That's a Kim Possible reference for everybody that didn't get it. That's what I want, and I, but I'm just not willing to say that they're even back to midfield right now. But, I mean... well. And like I said, like we'll give McLaren credit because they were bad, but this is two, three weeks in a row they've shown improvement, and they finished on the podium, so well done. Congratulations to McLaren, and happy birthday to Will's mom, Charlotte. It was a nice moment. Also, it's really nice to see McLaren back in contention. Now, granted, it did also take them some DNFs, uh, but hey. And a mistake. They're back. And, but they're back. I think they're back to the third best team. Okay. Maybe fourth. Mercedes, behind Mercedes. Them and Mercedes is going to be the battle for third. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, do you want to talk about Mercedes now? Yeah, I do, because uh, I teased in the beginning that Nico was trolling Lewis the entire time, which I was like, okay, man. Um, talking about how he and George have the same car. I Listen, don't... Lewis Hamilton can take it. Valtteri okay, got it for years. Can. Same car, but oh. can't compete. I think the, the the tide has turned, and now Lewis. Oh my God! And when, now Lewis when, is going to have to take it. When Lewis got lapped by Max, oh okay, how yeah. humiliating! Oh, Mercedes has a problem, and they need to address it. But yeah, I agree. the The whole Max and Lewis, like, there's there was like a fake graphic that was like Lewis was seventy seven <laughs> seventy seven. Oh, it's like, no, why does that even yeah. matter? in fourteen. They had they had that preloaded. Yeah, it's like they want to make this a thing, and it's not a thing anymore. And it, it's no. like we just have to accept that Mercedes isn't what we all thought they were going to be this year. And George is trying, uh, and not that Lewis isn't trying. He's just mm-hmm. a step behind at seemingly at this point. Well, it's not his fault, as Toto made perfectly hey, clear in that post credit scene. Listen, I have a hot take. Let me hear I have it. ESPN with your shirt. I almost wore an ESPN hat and you're wearing an ESPN shirt. Uh, nice. ESPN bulletin board material, first take topic. Lewis okay. Hamilton is no longer the number one driver at Mercedes. This team is geared towards Max Verstappen. Do I actually believe this? Oh. No, but would I be shocked if it was a thing? No. I mean, you, Max, George Max Verstappen. I mean, George Russell. Sorry, I was gonna say. Sorry, I misspoke. Whoa. I was I That's was going real take. ESPN. They're all four Woo. Max. No, George Russell is the number one driver at Mercedes because he's finishing higher. He has the black camera thing. Yeah, he's the number one car. The gears towards <laughs> the cars geared. I mean, the man had a wing adjustment that wasn't done to switch from the dry or from the wets to the dry. And still yeah. held on to fourth. And you're telling me that that car is geared more towards Lewis Hamilton, who couldn't pass Peter Gasly for the life of him, thirty plus laps behind him. Come on now. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Hot take alert: Lewis Hamilton demoted to number two. New Valtteri Bottas. Which, if we're moving on from Mercedes, Valtteri Bottas, I don't know where into fifth, and probably could have almost passed George. Which goes back to the cars not being able to pass because if the cars would have been mm-hmm. able to pass, Mick Schumacher caught them. Yeah, when they were battling, like because Valtteri just couldn't get by. So yeah. something needs to be done with these cars to make them pass. I'm all for and all it. the porpoising. I just don't know how they don't have brain damage from all this porpoising. Ah, I can't. Believe it. It's got. It can't be comfortable. No, it can't be comfortable, and it's got to be annoying. Yeah. The rattling yeah. and bouncing. Uh, um, bringing up something with not passing um, that Crofty just couldn't let go, um, and that's the lack of DRS for the beginning hey, of the race. He was he was real irritated. He wasn't? was really upset about that. I mean, makes sense. I think a lot of people were because um, it's funny how we went from uh, maybe the DRS is too powerful to oh my gosh, if we don't get DRS now, we're going to fry it. Yeah, because we need they, they need race it. They like proved this. they need it to pass this week. Yeah, and maybe it maybe it was just the track. I guess we'll find out next week or two weeks from now. Next race, Miami. But yeah, I mean, there's something that's got to be done with this passing situation. And I'm not an engineer, so I have no idea what needs to be done. But mm-hmm. 
it just seems like there was a lot of following really closely and not a lot of overtaking. Um, I do also want to say that um, although I'm wearing an ESPN shirt, I would like to announce that they need to fix their app. I can't get it to work. <laughs> I, I cannot get it to work. I had to buy F1 TV, and even then I can't press the red button for my Sky, hey, and, hey, Sky Q this. and Sky Glass. When you, when you go on to F1 TV... Mm-hmm. Do you get to pick your broadcast or is it? Yes. So you get to pick you can like choose. Sky Sports or F1s. You you choose your commentary language. Mm-hmm. So I chose English. And you can choose F1 International, which will be whichever language you chose, which is Sky. Um, Tracker, which has the whatever commentary you chose over the map and then a data which has their stats um now i will say it does get a little interesting because it's all the f1 feed so you don't see any of the sky sports stuff or uh, you don't see you can hear them talking to like christian horner but you don't see the picture you picture. hear them go to the sky you, don't, pad. you hear them go to the but what if they're like showing a replay or something like oh look at this you you can't see it um you're at the mercy of all of f1's you're at the mercy production. of the um of the formula which is you know how it works but um and then they cut off after the podium they you don't get that you don't get the simon and they turn into here's what's happening in the league and you know interesting interesting yeah i was just curious because you were talking about the app so i was assuming you're Mm -hmm. on your phone no i was actually on the apple tv oh and um it's actually very easy to switch between uh Drivers too. It's got all the drivers lined up. Oh, then so you, you can just... watch the onboards. Yep. See, I just watch. I just when you it up the on radios. my computer. I've thought about signing up for it. It's just. Well, I gave you that coupon code, man. ESPN's free for me. Mm-hmm. Not for. Yeah. Well, not for. You know, not for somebody, be, but it is for me. Not. Must be nice. Must be nice to have ESPN, but you don't have it here, and you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, uh, into whatever. Hey. We'll do. I'll just share my password with you for F1 TV. Oh, thanks. I don't know that we could both watch it at the same time. But. Just kidding. We can't do that. Can't can't do that, folks. Yeah, Netflix. Sorry. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> we uh, right. we'll, we'll get a company account. <laughs> That's what we'll get. We'll get we'll media get account. Media account. <laughs> hey, soon we're gonna be at every race, watching sure it are. live Virtually. HD in our in our eyes. 4K. With our own eyes. 8K. 20K. 2020K. 2020 or in my case plus 6k mm, plus five over here plus we'll see it in plus five and plus 6k <laughs> adjusted k is what they call that the adjusted aspect ratio of our eyeballs but you're not are you near side or far sided i'm gonna be honest i don't know the difference i can't see hey, far i think away. you're plus five i'm negative five no no then you would be I don't know if it's negative or plus. You know what? I just go. I go to the doctor. They say I need this, and I can't see anything. I can see right in front of my face. I can't see Mm -hmm. more than an arm's length out in front of me. That's about the same. Yeah. Yeah, we blind. Yeah. Glad we. Glad we covered that, folks. Couldn't be drivers because what if our contact fell out while we were? Do you think that any of the drivers have? Surely they do. Surely they don't all have perfect vision. Can't do it if you're a fighter pilot. Charles wears glasses sometimes. That's just there's no frames in there. Yeah, probably true. There's no lenses, I should say. I wonder. I wonder. Let's Google it. 
Yeah, look this up because I'm, I'm intrigued. Contacts F1 driver. Let's see what they say. Um, yeah, they can. They oh, can nice. wear glasses as well. Interesting, interesting. So we could still do it. Um, I was just waiting for it to be like Michael Schumacher <laughs> wore contacts Michael every Schumacher single race, actually, and he did fine. He was actually blind. Um, what's the? Uh, uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. It doesn't matter anyway. Oh, okay. Should we talk more um, about the race? <laughs> yeah, sure. What do you want to say about the race? I don't know. We've, I think we've covered it all. The cars uh, can't I pass. Aston Martin's bad still by scored points. McLaren's back. It, it was this weird in between where you didn't know if I heard it was going to rain. What? <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Um. Okay. Well, there there's a part of. where George Clooney says it's a geographical oddity this place is two weeks from everywhere well, that's how i felt with this rain it was a geographical oddity 20 minutes from everywhere <laughs> yeah it was weird it's always 20 minutes or 20 laps away it was weird at the first because they were like uh every team was like hey we see some um spotty showers in about 10 minutes 10 laps from 10 minutes mm-hmm. 10 minutes 10 minutes and then it, it was like 10. hey you hear pdr on the on the call saying that looks pretty dry out there, Crofty. Um, who's going to pit for softs? Because <laughs> these tires are, they're like weaving to get the wet yeah, wet yeah, spots the wet, to get the cool off, cool off the tires. And McLaren was able to, you know, use Ricardo as the guinea pig. Uh, but then Seb came in not even half a lap later. So Sebastian well, Vettel taking the risks that he needed to take. That was just great as they're saying, yeah, you know, the rain's coming. It's going to hit over here at turn seven. Turn seven was where it got wet. V- turn Vuvuzela or whatever the names are. I don't know. Hey, let's, speaking <laughs> of like the, got a name and I just speaking of the wet, how about in qualifying all of the people wrecking into Aqua Minerale? I don't know what turn that is, mm. but the blue one, you know, it's got Aqua in the name. Yeah, the, the one with the blue in it, <laughs> tur- just hitting the that one little spot of the white. And wrecking. I was surprised that didn't happen in the race at all. Hmm. I it's I don't know. I I guess we don't know enough about you know driving cars fast that like it's crazy to me that it was happening so much throughout the weekend and then you get to the race and it doesn't happen at all. Not one person. I think Mick was the only one that like spun. Checo went through the grass once. Charles. Yeah. I know Mick went through the grass once. He went through the grass. That boy went through the grass a few times. That boy's got something wrong with his car, I think. Mm. Hey, but what about Yuki Sonoda, another young driver? Not that not that we don't we're gonna talk bad about Mick, but mm-hmm. Yuki Sonoda, what a drive! Can't say enough about little Yuki. And you, this is a Yuki fan cast now. Hey, we love Yuki. He's speaking Italian. Oh. He's he speaks Japanese. He speaks English. It's impressive. He uses. I'm doing Duolingo. So he you know, uses a lot of curse right. words. And well, hey, that's sentence and answers. We love we love Yuki. We love to see Yuki do. We are a very pro people doing well podcast. Absolutely. But we'll let them know that they aren't doing well. And you know, nobody's safe. Not mm-hmm. even Lewis Hamilton, seven time world champ, or eight time as Christian Horner would say. No. Just like all his, just like all his fair weather fans. Yeah, I wonder. I I've been staying off of the social medias 
lately, so I, I'm wondering who everybody is super fan of these days. I'm assuming it's Max or Charles, but or McLaren. Obviously, McLaren's the best team, no, most mm-hmm. fa- most most favorited team, as they would say. As they would say, yeah. Everyone's favorite. Most followed. Um, cool. Anything else you want to say? Um, what? Okay. I'll pose you a question and then I'll answer the question after you. Okay. What is your honest opinion and I just went blank on the word I was about to use, but what is your honest take on where the racing in Formula One is now as compared to where you thought it was three races ago? As in, do I think the product's gotten better in the last three races? Yes. It are, because we were both very high on the new cars week ones and two, mm-hmm. one and two. Mm-hmm. Do you still stand that high, or are you starting to back off of the take of uh, this I, is better? I'm actually, st- I'm actually still optimistic and do think it's still um, better. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. Microsoft has decided now is the perfect time to do an auto update. Oh, yes. Um, um, you have, wait, I, you have Microsoft? Still, oh, Office. No, it was office. for Office. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, no, I think the product is... Um, I'm still okay with it. Um, this was the first... I don't know, because I don't remember the other races. <laughs> but this is, this is the first race where I felt like the cars were obviously having real trouble passing um i didn't have a problem with the other races i do like where the unpredictability the reliability issues that we kept talking about in previous races and how are they going to fix the cars and what were they going to do and um then along we didn't even talk about alonzo's entire side of his car just flying yeah, off was strange um and just how that completely destroys everything in the aerodynamics of the car um but I guess the answer to long answer to short answer is I'm, I have not changed my opinion on the new cars. I still find it exciting. I'm excited to see what happens in Miami because it's a new track and see how the cars do on it. And they're going to be yachts. True. In a parking lot. I, uh, I was talking about that today. It's so silly that they're doing that. It's so <laughs> silly. Uh, but I, I think I've taken a step back just because mm. the past couple of races we we've been talking about how the cars can't pass mm-hmm. and i get this past weekend was probably a bit to do with the weather conditions and there was only one line that you could race on but still it's mm-hmm. like we heard that that was what these new cars were for and maybe it's just too soon to say this but part of me is like kind of sad that it's still a two-horse race where we were kind of excited that there would be like three or four teams winning races consistently, mm-hmm. but it's turned out to just be Red Bull and somebody else. Again. Red Bull and Ferrari. And, well, I... and, and not that that's bad. It's cool to see a new person in Charles Leclerc win, but at the same time, you know, our my hopes were pretty high for, you know, four races, four winners. Uh, and we haven't seen that yet. Maybe we will. Maybe Mercedes turns it around. Maybe McLaren takes another step, but third place is still a second off the lead so i don't know we'll see it's still better to see the cars following closely so who knows i don't know i find it exciting with um i do think mercedes is going to get it back 
so they'll be in the see once if they get in we'll be fine and mclaren i mean they had a third place so if they you know if they're all in there i'm starting to be out on mercedes i know it's four races i think it's i think i know it's very early in the season and there's a long way to go Mm -hmm. but they haven't shown any improvement could i put you down for a hot take that um lewis doesn't win a race uh yeah put me down lewis doesn't win a race this year no way that's a terrible hot take here how is that a terrible hot take that's a genuine take he's gonna win george will win before him hold on george okay okay do you want to double down you want to say george wins before lewis if lewis wins a race it's a fluke and i love lewis hamilton we're big we're a very pro lewis hamilton show Mm-hmm. however i don't think he wins all right number one george wins before lewis number two lewis doesn't win okay it's signed cool i i don't well no i just mark it down i don't care seven time batting against the seven time world champ everybody has their day where they don't win again even michael schumacher had it seb had it Hmm. almost said something i shouldn't say anyways cool anything else um no, I'm good. Uh, this episode has been sponsored by Nobody. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us at uh, at gmail.com or social media at tracklimitspod on Twitter or Instagram. Twitter now owned by Elon Musk. I don't. Silly. That doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Whatever. He can do whatever he wants with $44 billion. Um, Send some of it our Leave me comments for the stewards. Be sure to check this out on our YouTube channel. And we'll be back in just a little bit uh, with our bonus episode. Everyone should be back today, I assume. I don't know. We'll see who joins. We'll see you next week for the Yacht Club preview. Hey, see you next time. Bye.